Hello, my people. Happy Friday. Welcome back to A Mindset on Things Above. You're listening to episode 12, where we talk about the dark side of desire. Dun, dun, dun. What we never knew about resistance. I'm not one for small talk, and when I listen to a podcast, I want like the meat and potatoes ASAP. I hate, I mean, hate, yeah, it's a strong word, but I really don't like fluff and nonsense. I mean, nonsense, whatever. People talk about their lives and stuff. Anyway, I want to start right away by just telling you the point of today's podcast and give you the sucker punch right away. So here it is. In an effort to seek pleasure, we do things, we're going to talk about the things we do, to avoid pain. Simply put, in an effort to seek pleasure in our lives, in our businesses, in our relationships, in our health, we do things to avoid pain or escape experiences we don't deem admirable or we really don't want to feel. Experiences that we don't feel feel are worthy of having, okay? Um, I am reading a book and basing a lot of my content today from a book called Super Brain by Deepak Chopra. I'm really not familiar with this person, but I think he's pretty well known um, in the self-development world. But I'm getting a lot of my content to share with you today from this book and I'm only about halfway through and it's been so good. I I decided to write in the book and underline and make notes and share some of my learnings with you on episode 12. So my point in the episode for today is basically to do yourself a huge favor and stop avoiding pain stop resisting. Okay, I feel like I'm sharing something that I was maybe a little frustrated to learn later on in life. Um, and I feel a little robbed of I feel like I could have avoided a lot of pain and heartache if I would have known this much earlier in life much earlier. Oh my gosh. So here it is, what we never knew about resistance. I'm a little um, fired up and passionate about it, if you can't tell. So let's talk about it. So when I learned the things I never knew about resistance in what I have been reading in Dr. Chopra's book, Super Brain, I felt like I was screwed. I was like, "Are, are you serious? Like, I pretty much have been gypped my whole life. Because I thought I was on the right track. I thought what I was, I thought my choices were correct, right? We want to be right and we want to feel good about our decisions. And I felt kind of robbed. Like, seriously, I felt misled this whole time. And so, like, I could have avoided so much struggle and heartache if I would have only known the consequences of purely seeking pleasure and doing things to avoid pain, to avoid the experience and feelings of emotions that I don't like. 
not just pain, like pain summarizes all of those emotions that we don't want to feel and that we think are not going to be fun. So let me just resist, avoid, run away, deny, hide, escape, (laughs) bury my head in the sand, okay, to try to avoid these feelings. So let me set the stage and then I'll explain what we do as beautiful human beings, okay, what our brain does as a beautiful human being, okay. So I will use the example of a future circumstance um, in my life. So I think I've mentioned before on the podcast of this training I did back in 2020 on the lessons, like my top lessons that I learned in 2020. And one lesson was on victim mentality. And I played the role of a victim in my finances, in the area of my finances for, I think it's a long time, (laughs) for several, several, several years. We'll just put it that way. Okay, so I'm going to use the example of my bills. So we know that, or I knew that I had a future circumstance of paying bills, paying rent. Like, it's not a surprise. I know this is coming. I anticipate it every month. But... I had a curated response to this circumstance every time it rolled around. So something may have just popped into your mind just now. Like, oh yeah, sure. You mean like how I respond when my husband doesn't take out the garbage or how I respond when my kids leave the house a trashy mess? Oh, you're talking about like that? Yeah, like a certain response that you always have that you always repeat due to a circumstance okay so that's the setup okay future circumstance that causes or creates an opportunity for present pain all right I know my bills are coming or or maybe it's a current circumstance like dang it there's the garbage my husband didn't take it out here's my response it's stress frustration worry victimhood okay my thoughts were like oh i am always broke oh i never have enough oh my jobs aren't good enough oh it's such a struggle woe is me this is terrible okay that was my curated response to my circumstance of my finances all the time all the freaking time so we now cloud our judgment with these emotions of stress, worry, frustration. It's a choice to worry, be anxious, be frustrated, be stressed, okay? And literally to choose anger, frustration, anxiety, stress literally shuts down our prefrontal cortex, which is the part of our brain that's responsible for, you know, important things like decision-making, correcting errors, and assessing situations. And another point that the book talks about is how we as human beings always involve uh, our emotions in our decision-making. We never just make a rational response either there is an unconscious emotional um response with our decision 
okay? We, we either are blind to it, it's hidden from us, we don't acknowledge it, or we, we deny it, okay? There is always a cellular response to our decisions that we make. So when we give into the temptation to stress and worry, our brain is now using us. We are not using our brain. We, so here's where I felt led astray. I, this is where I felt misled. I was like, okay, so I'm trying to be wise. I am trying to protect myself from danger. I am trying to prepare. This is me being a victim, like using all the excuses as to why I'm choosing stress and frustration. This is me being um, a, a good steward. This is me planning ahead. Um, I am taking precautions to do things right. Like we want to be right. Ultimately, it comes down to us wanting to be right in our decision. I don't want to be broke, so let me try and fix it. Like that seems responsible and correct. That's like the right thing to do. Okay, it makes sense. But when we give into the temptation to worry and stress, and my favorite, be frustrated, this is us giving into our brain, and our brain is now using us. Toxic memories, wounds of past traumas, bad habits you can't break, and our out of control addictions are other ways that our brain uses you. And here's the kicker. The more you practice a thought, and what I mean by that is take the bait, fall into the trap of repeating the thought over and over again. So it looks like this, trigger, thought, emotional response. Trigger, thought, emotional response. Circumstance, this is what I think about it, Here's how I emotionally respond. The more we practice that pattern, that thought, the more ingrained that becomes in our brain. The deeper we dig our trench until it is so hard we cannot get out. This is why, for me, I was stuck in my finances. It didn't matter how much I got paid. It didn't matter what job I had. It didn't matter if I paid my bills in full on time. I chose, I was stuck. I was addicted and trapped in thinking about my future circumstance in a stressful way and it created emotions and responses of stress and frustration and victimhood and it's never good enough and it's out of my control and I can't and I never and I'm always broke, etc. XYZ. So I want to avoid the pain of fill in the blank, being broke, um, hurting my spouse, disappointing my mother, feeling like a failure, being a sore loser, fill in the blank. So we do something, we think in our minds that we are doing something about it now to prevent it from happening. I don't want it. No, thank you. It doesn't sound like fun. I don't want to be broke. I don't want to hurt my spouse. I don't want this 
future event. <clears throat> so let me do something about it now. That seems like the right thing to do. It seems like it makes sense. Let me stress. Let me worry. Let me be anxious. I'm trying to be wise and responsible. <sighs> okay, it makes sense, but it really doesn't at the same time. <laughs> but when we are closed off and refuse certain experiences, <clears throat> we don't know what we're missing. We think we're going to experience the world coming to an end, like my world crumbling beneath my feet. We think it's going to be the worst case scenario. So we will fight tooth and nail <clears throat> to avoid experiencing it. I will do anything in my power to not experience this emotion. Um, a little bit, I mean, I would definitely encourage reaching out for my video series. I can share the video where I share share the video where I share about <clears throat> my victim mentality that I had for so long, but I didn't realize I, I was so blind. I did not even know what was going on <clears throat> and how I was continuing to create my results. So when we fear the unknown, it drives us to take precaution, to take safety measures. I refuse to feel hopeless. That was my hidden emotion that I was being frustrated and stressed and anxious. That was the ultimate thing that I absolutely did not want to feel hopeless and defeated. <clears throat> in the area of my finances, frog in my throat, perfect. In the area of my finances. So I did not want to feel hopeless and defeated. So I would fight tooth and nail to try and own uh, my finances and my budget and my situation. But I was being a victim. So when we have fear of the unknown, I didn't know what it would be like to hit rock bottom. I was afraid of that and doing everything in my power to avoid you might be afraid of sharing a deep, dark secret with so-and-so, your family member or your spouse or whoever like it comes to mind or like is on your heart. And you're afraid of what might come about as a result of that. That is why we worry and we stress and we have... We struggle with like sadness and depression because we're trying to take precautions to prevent something from happening in our future as a result of us feeling for me it was hopeless and defeated I absolutely did not want to feel that so I'm going to do everything in my power to not feel it we refuse to be open to feeling experiences that we deem unworthy so in essence we again are playing God we're trying to play God in our lives. Ouch, that hurts so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh, that hurts so bad. So what are you trying to tell me, Katie? What are you trying to tell me? <laughs> oh, it's the worst ever. It feels like it. Because here we are working so hard to avoid pain. We're being responsible. We're taking the right actions. We're doing the right steps. I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, okay? Don't tell me I'm wrong. 
I'm doing everything in my power so I can avoid feeling this excruciating, terrible emotion that I really don't want to feel, that I'm trying really hard to avoid. I see it as an opportunity, okay? But we really don't know what it's going to be like to experience that or if we're even going to experience that. We're so clouded by our fear and our judgment of what might be fear of the future where we're just refusing to feel or experience what might be because the truth is we don't know i don't know what it's like to feel hopeless i don't know what would happen if i were truly broke it's the fear of the unknown <clears throat> that drives us to be shut off and closed to feeling experiences that we feel are unworthy or unattractive or too painful to experience to go through. <clears throat> so this practice of refusal is how we dig our trench deeper and deeper until we can't get out. We don't know how. To not be frustrated as a result of this circumstance. We don't know how to think a different thought. We know what we want. Of course I don't want to be broke. Are you kidding me? We know what we want. We know what we don't want. But we don't know how to get it. And we are so stuck and trapped and at our wit's end to try and create it. The thing that we want. In fact, we only experience more of what we don't want, but we think we're doing the right thing. I think I'm being responsible in preparing for my future. I think I'm being a good steward in not opening myself up to feeling like a failure, a feeling like a loser, feeling broke. I'm trying to not feel those things. So I'm trying to be strong. I'm trying, I'm like my intention is to be strong and like take control of my life. Okay. But we don't know how to change our results. So we're frustrated. We don't know how not to get set off by the trigger, much less change our result to it or create what we think we really want and what we say we want. Because we've been too busy avoiding feelings in an effort to be happy, which is what we're after. And that's not a problem. That's not bad or wrong to be happy. That's what we want. That's what we're after. Thus, the dark side of desire, my friends. We want happiness, so we seek to avoid pain whatever emotion that you think is too excruciating to experience and feel. We avoid that at all cost and we seek after happiness. But the dark side, this is my point, is that when we refuse to be open to feeling even negative emotions or emotions that we don't particularly care to feel, this is how we get stuck in the trap it becomes cemented in our brain as a pattern of thinking that we become addicted to. And it turns into victim mentality. It can lead to depression. 
It can lead to chronic stress and anxiety, all because we refuse to be open because remember, we don't know. We don't know because we're, we're refusing to feel. We don't know what we're missing out on, really. So if you are stuck, if this is you, if you have a perpetuated response to a circumstance, here are some things you can do. So number one, identify what emotion it is you're trying to avoid. And sometimes we need help with this. And that's fine. It's not a bad thing to need help. It doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean you're powerless. It doesn't mean you can't. Oh, it's the worst thing in the world. I need help. No, we just need help sometimes because we, for me, remember, I am, my judgment is clouded because I've taken the bait of stress and worry. I can no longer think, what was it? Think rationally. Um, I have it here in my notes. I cannot clearly make decisions. I cannot correct errors and I cannot assess situations because my logic is clouded by these emotions of stress and frustration and depression and anxiety and things like that. Okay. So it's fine to get a tad of help. It's totally fine. It's actually better. It's empowering. Okay. So don't feel like, Oh my gosh, I need help identifying what emotion I needed help. Dude, I had a coach help me, my coach friend, uh, help me identify that I was avoiding feeling hopeless and defeated because my trigger emotion was frustration. I was so frustrated by my finances. Okay, number two, observe your thoughts. You can, as a beautiful human being, Think about your thoughts. Isn't that amazing? So we, our brain feeds us thoughts. You can take the bait and be like, oh yeah, this is terrible. Oh yeah, this is the worst. Oh yeah, this is horrible. And be um, a consumer of your thoughts. Or you can think about your thoughts. Like, wait, 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 wait a minute. This is what's coming up. Let me just think about that. I feel like thinking... I'm going to be broke. I can't pay my bills. Those are That's the temptation. And I can choose to believe it. Or I can be inquisitive and observe my thoughts rather than be used by them. Okay, so number three, we're being inquisitive and observing our thoughts. You can ask some questions like, why do I think this way? Is this even true? Does it matter if it's true? What am I making it mean if it is or isn't true? Am I so locked in my opinion of it has to be right? It must be good. Or am I open to being wrong or feeling like I was wrong or it wasn't right? Are you locked? Are you constipated? <laughs> are you, are your thoughts constipated? Yikes. What else? What really is my motivation here? All right, I am trying not to feel broke. That's horrible and excruciating. So I think that's my motivation. That's why I'm, whoa, um, working, trying to help people. What? It, how are you making money? Is your underlying motivation a clean way to be making money? Ooh, that, that's actually come up um, with a client of mine 
recently. Um, we were talking about her motivation for her business and the thought was that she, okay, so she had thoughts that she wasn't a financial obligation to her family, to her husband, if she was not contributing financially to the family. So you tell me, is it, is this a clean space to be building a business and helping people if it's coming from thoughts of you being a financial burden to your spouse and to your family. Hmm. If you, so this is a great example. Like if you are stuck and struggling and you're like, I don't know why I'm not creating the results I want. I don't know what else to do. I'm at my wits end. I've tried everything to X, Y, Z. I just don't know. And I'm so frustrated. It could be because there are hidden underlying thoughts and motivations that we have not um, that have not been brought to our awareness we might also be clouded to see we may also be in denial of okay so it goes a little deep there <laughs> there is just some work sometimes that needs to be done and that's fine that's what coaching is for dears Okay, a few more questions. Point three, we're being inquisitive about observing our thoughts and we're asking some questions. Am I just repeating the same things I always think, say, do? Hmm, let me catch myself. Let me catch and observe. Why am I doing this? Where, where is this coming from? How would I like my response to be? Do I want to freak out and have an emotional breakdown? <laughs> no. I don't want this, but this is how I feel. Or this is what always happens when I think about my um, my bills or paying my rent. Oh my goodness. So catch yourself. Okay. Maybe you're not sure if you're stuck or you're not sure if you have resistance in your life. Maybe you've been doing some of this work and you're like, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I, I see that I have a result I'm trying to create in my life, but I don't know if I'm stuck or I don't know if I'm just missing something or if I have resistance, but I do know that I haven't been able to create the result that I'm after in my life. Okay, so here um, are some statements that you can check yes to if you've ever thought, or maybe you currently have thoughts like this. Maybe you think like, I'm not the kind of person who does blank. I want to be in my comfort zone. Okay, I don't want to do this. I'd rather stay here or be comfortable, which looks like this. The, doing this will make me look bad. I just don't want to. I don't, I don't need a reason. I just plain old don't want to. That's it. Or thoughts like, nah, let someone else do it. Or that's beneath me. Or I'm not good enough. I know better than you. Don't try to change my mind. If you checked yes to any of these thoughts or modifications of them, these are types of thoughts about our ego that end up fortifying our same old reality that is easy, comfy, and makes us feel safe. So this, like I say, is the work of coaching and mindset work. Ugh. 
Welcome to a mindset on things above. Let's look at our mindset and coach people. Looking at emotions or experiences you're resisting and why. Let's do this work. Managing our ego so it doesn't rule us or block us, constipate, us from feeling or having experiences that we don't want. I don't want to feel hopeless. I don't want to feel like a failure. I don't want to disappoint myself. I'm not the kind of person who X, Y, Z. I don't want to. I just, that's it. I just don't want to. So managing our ego so it doesn't rule over us and dictate our results. Coaching is about facing our fears. So there's nothing we aren't available emotionally to experience or go through. It's letting down the walls so we can learn to be adaptable in any situation. When there's nothing we're not willing to feel, there's nothing you won't be willing to do and available for in an effort to create your res- your results, your goals, to reach your goals. So it's learning how to use our brain rather than let it use us. So Our brain and our mind are two different things and our brain will trip you with thoughts. It will feed you responses and your mind can be an observer of our brain and our thoughts. You can choose to take your thoughts captive and submit them to Christ. You can think a substitute thought. You can change your beliefs. Okay, so coaching is about learning how to use your brain, your mind, rather than let it use and manipulate and control you, aka being stuck in circumstance, thought, response. Circumstance, thought, response, like I did for so many years in the area of my finances. Coaching is creating the life we want, not only by seeking happiness, but by navigating all emotions and to be aware of emotions rather than deny them or avoid them or remain frozen in fear by them. So if this episode was enlightening or helpful for you, I have a freebie that basically recaps what we talked about today and gives you some tools to help you gain awareness of your thoughts. So remember when I was talking about how it's not such a bad idea to get help sometimes? because we can be clouded by our own judgment. This is a great tool for you to help you with that. Okay, so if you struggle with feelings of depression or chronic stress or sadness, okay, first, like, see a doctor. Okay, that's a good idea, all right? Then, if it feels out of control at times or... um. What else? It feels out of control. Like if you have, if you feel stuck and you're just like, I do not know what to do, Katie, please help. Go to the show notes. I'll have a link there to the freebie or you can, um, it's in my link in my Facebook bio. And I think I've mentioned before, I'm not really on Instagram much, but I'll have it there too. It'll be in my Instagram bio. You can click and get your copy of Master Your Mind Drama. Master Your Mind Drama, my little freebie to help you gain awareness of thoughts that are keeping you stuck. It's not so scary, okay? I believe in you. You can do it. 
the possibilities are endless once you can see this. It'll be so freeing and amazing for you. Oh, thank you for listening today. It ooh, has been a pleasure to be here with you. And I will see you next week. Mwah.